How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. All right, so thank you for tuning in to Chomping at the Bit. This is episode number 78. I am Kyle Edwards, of course. And there's only one thing to talk about this episode. It is the end of the Super Bowl week because we have finally made it to the day of the big game. Kickoff is now in like three and a half hours. So, you know, I can get this episode out to you well before the game, give you a chance to get ready, get psyched for it all. So like I do, like I've done all football season, break down the game, give you maybe some matchups to watch, things I'll be looking for. And I mean, at this point with these two teams, we kind of know a lot about, you know, ins and outs, what they're all about. But now it's just seeing who is who are the players that maybe take their game up just a little bit and make, you know, some decisive plays here and there that lead to their team ultimately taking home the biggest prize, Super Bowl title. So, going to do that. And then also in this episode, uh, I will give prediction, of course, have to do that. Because, I mean, it's going to be the last day for me to try to help my NFL picks. So, over the course of the year, I'm at 58 and 68, which is not good. I understand that. But, you know, add today's game. And then, also after that, I'm going to do something with some prop bets. Have some fun with that. And for those of you who don't know what what the prop bets are. So... You know, outside for the game and everything, the commercials, all that kind of stuff, Vegas and all other sports books or whatever will create prop bets, which kind of deal with a lot of things uh, with the whole experience. So, for example, there will be prop bets on like length of the national anthem. Will it be, I believe it's set at two minutes this year, over, under, color of the Gatorade that gets poured on the winning coach. Stuff like that. So I think I'll take some of those, make some predictions on those, and then when I do recap what happens in the Super Bowl, we'll then use those, add them to the picks board, and then that will be final record NFL picks this year. So have some fun with that. Break this date, break this game down. And ultimately, I will let you know who I believe will come out on top. So, let's go ahead, dive into the matchup first. Like I said, prop bets, save that for the end of the episode. So, coming into the game, we all know the storylines out there. It's Tom Brady, you know, defying father time once again, playing at age 43 at the highest of highs in the Super Bowl leading a Buccaneers team in his first year out of New England and taking some pieces with him down there that have New England ties as well. Rob Gronkowski and um, Antonio Brown. I mean, as short as Antonio Brown's stay was, he's still connected. So taking what uh, I guess they built around Jameis Winston and, you know, swapping Jameis Winston for Tom Brady and now here's where you are on the verge of capturing a Super Bowl title other side Kansas City Chiefs Patrick Mahomes I'm I'm sure you've seen him he does you know State Farm commercials and all that stuff so he's definitely one of the guys that the league promotes Um, 
he well he and the Chiefs won the Super Bowl last year, so it's a chance for them to go back to back in a league where it's very difficult to do so with parity, free agency, salary cap, all that kind of stuff at play. So definitely a big accomplishment. And also, Chiefs are a I guess a group that's on the verge of being labeled with that dynasty word. So if they are able to capture second in consecutive years, that kind of opens up the possibilities of what this group can become. We know Patrick Mahomes is there for the long haul and Andy Reid. We'll have to see how long he continues to go. But, you know, winning a second one could turn into maybe a run like the Patriots had where how did it go? They won like in 01, then 03, 04. And then, yeah, so maybe for like the short term, they can capture another Super Bowl or two. And then we'll see. Maybe it is the beginning of a Patriots like run for the Chiefs organization. We'll have to see. That all starts today. So, I guess we'll go ahead. We'll break down the Bucks. Since the Chiefs are the reigning champions, we'll save them for last. So, the Buccaneers come into the game as the first team to actually make it to the Super Bowl in their home stadium. That's got to be a plus for something. Unfortunately, it won't be filled to capacity because of the pandemic. We all understand. But, um... I believe there will be like 25,000 fans in the league. Is it like 7,500 or 10,000 of those fans will be, you know, vaccinated uh, frontline workers, your healthcare professionals, which I think is a good thing that the league is doing. And then the rest of them will be, you know, your, I guess, normal Super Bowl crowd of fans. So at least that aspect is there somewhat. I mean, on the lower scale, but at least there are still fans there in the stands. Um, but then, like I said, Tom Brady comes in 43 years old, has given this group of guys a sense at success, and they ran with it. They went through the year, what they finished like 11 and 5, where the five seed comes into the playoffs, maybe finished a little lower than some people thought. But ultimately, finishing fifth got them a wild card matchup against the Washington football team. We all remember Washington at that point had a lot of questions at quarterback. You know, they dismissed Dwayne Haskins. Uh, Alex Smith was banged up. They had to turn to Tyler uh, Heineke. And, you know, Washington put up a good effort, but they just did not have enough to stay with. Brady and the Bucks. they moved on to second weekend game against the Saints, which they went up against the Saints for the third time and, you know, were able to hold off the Saints, eliminate them, uh, possibly send Drew Brees into retirement and set up a matchup, uh, NFC Championship weekend against Aaron Rodgers, the matchup that everybody was waiting for. The league loved having the game. It was a pretty good game. Um, You know, Rodgers and the the Packers definitely missed some opportunities in that game. It was a game that the Buccaneers could have lost easily. As well as the Saints game, if you look back at that one. There was a time in that game where the Saints, if you know certain things had changed, could have pulled that game out. But they moved on. Like I said, went to Green Bay. Another game where they were kind of uh, walking a fine line there. You know, Brady had an up and down game. He had three touchdown passes, which is good. He also had three interceptions. Some of those interceptions looked pretty bad. But ultimately, uh, Rodgers and his bunch weren't able to capitalize enough off those turnovers. Tampa Bay got a win. Moved on to the Super Bowl. And so now coming into this game, the key for them is 
Well, uh, Brady's going to have to protect the ball better because a three-interception game against this Kansas City team, I feel like will lead to a very different outcome than what happened with Green Bay. Because uh, I trust, you know, Mahomes and his weapons more than uh, Rodgers and, I mean, even though Rodgers has Devontae Adams, you know, don't need to go into that again. But I'm sure Mahomes and his crew will take more advantage than Rodgers did with his opportunities. Have to see Tampa Bay get some. Well, get some consistency out of the running game between Fournette and Ronald Jones. If they are able to be productive on the ground, then that makes Tampa Bay's offense even more dynamic because you can't just uh, pin your ears back and rush Brady hoping to get him off his spot to force turnovers. If you have to worry about a running game, then it makes Brady's job easier in the pocket. And it just opens up way more for the Tampa Bay offense. Um, we'll have to see. So here, here's kind of my conspiracy with Tampa Bay. Because we've seen all year. Rob Gronkowski has been down there. And for the most part, hasn't really done that much. Uh, I think he has like I think he had like a couple of touchdown passes in the year, I think. But for the most part, he's been like a blocking tight end. Which he is good at, I will say. But... It's not what we're used to seeing from Gronk. We're used to seeing him, yes, blocking, but making plays down the middle of the field, running over guys, that kind of stuff. So I kind of think this is the game where we start, where we get to see vintage Gronk. And I think he becomes more a part of the game plan today, which I mean, it's the last game of the year. You might as well go all out. I mean, Gronk has said he's... Uh, looking to come back next year. But with Gronk, we never know because, I mean, his last couple of years in New England talked about retirement, and he did retire. He came out. So we'll have to see at the end of the year how he's feeling about it and and all that. But like I said, I have a sneaky suspicion. Bumble and Bumble Seaweed's invigorating shower ritual feels like an escape. Start with nutrient-infused shampoo and conditioner. The formula infused with royal sugar kelp, green microalgae, and Pacific sea kelp helps keep your scalp hydrated. Then open your jar of seaweed whipped scalp scrub to add two times more shine to your hair instantly. And before you head out, Use seaweed air dry cream to give your hair that effortless beach look. Make your shower feel like an oasis with the Bumble and Bumble Seaweed Collection. Dive in now at bumbleandbumble.com. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Rob Gronkowski is going to have some type of impact in the game today. Um, we already know about Mike Evans, who's their best receiver, I would say. He's a bigger body guy, you know, with great hands, and he can get to the end zone. Godwin is a guy who's been kind of up and down. He has the tendency to have some big drops in games, but he's still a good young receiver. And, you know, unlike what we saw in New England, just at the end of Brady's tenure there where guys would drop passes and Brady kind of went away from them. Godwin's a guy that he can at least trust in big moments. It's just that sometimes early in games he will drop passes because we saw it in the Green Bay game. He had a couple of drops early, but late Brady threw a deep pass down the middle of the field. Godwin went up, 
caught it at its highest point, made a great catch in traffic, which helped set them up for a score. So, and then maybe the guy on Tampa Bay that maybe not a lot of people worry about, yes, Scotty Miller, who's the, I guess, their version of, you know, Julian Edelman type. Of course, Scott Scotty Miller's way faster than uh, Welker and Edelman, guys like that. So, you know, he's the guy in the passing game that if you don't pay attention to and Brady gets time, he will look for him downfield. Uh, defensively, uh, you have what? Dominic and Sue up front. You have Levante David in the linebacking core, as well as Devin White. Yeah, Devin White is there. This dynamic linebacker that you have to watch because he plays all over the field. Um, I'm interested to see how Tampa Bay uses him because he's a guy who can be used to, I guess, kind of keep an eye on Pat Mahomes, but you can also use him, you know, to maybe work in some coverage on Kelsey or if you want to, like, well, if, like, Tyreek Hill or something's in the slot, slide him out there just to jam him off the line and, you know, send him into backside coverage or whatever. So I want to see what they do with Levante David and Devin White for the linebacking spot. Corners for Tampa Bay. I mean, it's not exactly their strong point. So if the front seven of Tampa Bay can't put pressure on Patrick Mahomes, then with the weapons from Kansas City, they might be able to exploit Tampa Bay's secondary. So that's kind of the, where the chess match is going to play in for Tampa. Um, Coaching-wise, you have Bruce Arians, who you know is highly regarded as a you know pretty smart offensive mind in the game. Uh, he has his first opportunity at winning a, a title, so... We'll have to see if, because we have seen some uh, instances where teens get their first taste of the Super Bowl and maybe they try to act a little bit outside of themselves and end up hurting themselves late in the game. Hopefully with Brady's veteran you know, leadership there, that doesn't happen. But we'll have to see if that plays a part in any way. So... I mean, that's what Tampa Bay is bringing to the table. Now, take a quick look. Kansas City. Um, Kansas City w- went through the year. You know, the Steelers had that hot start. Looked like they were going to be the number one seed. And then fell off hard late in the year. Kansas City was there to take advantage. Became the number one seed going into the playoffs. So, they got the week off. The opening week off. And second week, they had a game against Cleveland where the Browns for about three and a half quarters of that game looked like the clear cut better team on that day. But they had some costly turnovers and, and stuff like that, which kept Kansas city in the game. Uh, We all remember the, uh, was it Rashad Higgins got hit around the one yard line, fumbled through the end zone, turned into a touchback which has kind of become a talking point for the offseason, whether they'll get rid of that rule or not. But, you know, that was a big play in that game. Baker Mayfield had a great game for for Cleveland. Uh, Kansas City was able to stick with them for most of the game. Then the game turned when Mahomes took a... Uh, what did he do? He, like, rolled out to the right, scrambled, was looking to get upfield, took a hit from his side, Head was driven into the turf, and we remember this, the shot of him stumbling to his feet, stumbling back, losing his balance and all that. So he was lost for the game with concussion protocol. Chad Henney, I don't know how many of you remember Chad Henney from his days with Jacksonville, came in, played extraordinarily, extraordinarily well, and... On a big play late where Cleveland was looking to get the ball back to have an opportunity at winning the game, 
It was third and 14. Chad Henning scrambled, got like 13 yards. And then on fourth and one, uh, Andy Reid decided to go for it to make sure that they could close out the game and not put the game back in Mayfield's hands. And they ran a quick little out to Tyreek Hill. Got it. Moved on. AFC Championship game against Buffalo. Buffalo's coming in as kind of the story of the playoffs. Josh Allen had uh, put his name out there and let people know that he's a top quarterback in this league. Stephon Diggs came over from Minnesota. And the two of them just created this great connection where uh, kind of, you know, lighting up the league a little bit. And the Buffalo defense coming along had that great, what, 102-yard pick six on Lamar Jackson the week before. Defense has a lot of young guys that fly around the field, so there were some questions about would Patrick Mahomes be ready for this game? And could Buffalo's defense kind of be the defense that would stop Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs offense. Well, it turned out didn't happen that way. In a pretty high-scoring game, they were able to hold off Buffalo, win by two touchdowns. It was pretty close a lot of the game, but Kansas City did pull away late. And now, here we are. The Super Bowl. We know the cast of characters. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes, who's I guess you'd have to say best quarterback in the league today one because of what he's accomplished already plus he's a young guy so you know with the potential there that's why then it's not just him of course because he has Tyreek Hill who could be the fastest man in the league with the ball in his hand and it's not all over the top he can catch short passes and weave his way through defenses and turn Short gains into long back-breaking gains for the offense. You have Travis Kelsey, who undoubtedly is the best tight end in the league. Seems to always find himself open. That's going to be a challenge for Tampa Bay to be able to, one, keep an eye on Tyreek Hill that he doesn't get behind the defense. And then two, make sure that Kelsey isn't just killing you over the middle, drive after drive. Uh, Watkins, I I think I heard Watkins might play, but he hasn't played in a while, so I don't know if I should really spend time talking about him, but he's a guy who plays opposite Tyreek Hill if he is in there. But yeah, McCole Hardman, who can factor into the game, both in the passing game and in special teams as he's their kick returner with great speed. And even on offense, they use that speed with reverses and stuff. So if you're not paying attention, he can do that to you. Running back, you have Edward Zelaire, who you'll see a lot of. They have Le'Veon Bell, who hasn't been really much of a factor for them. Um, who else? That's about it for them. Defensively. I guess the key guys for them, you have Chris Jones up front. It's going to be his job to get at Brady's feet, push the pocket into him to make it uncomfortable for Brady when he does want to take his shots downfield and just get hands in his face to make it harder for him because we know Brady's not a scrambler, but he will move around in the pocket and create passing lanes for himself. You have Tyron Matthew. On the back end, who's the quarterback of the secondary. He's a ball hawk and definitely looks to make big plays in the passing game. Because, like I said, he's a smart defender, so he can sniff out plays pretty quickly. And he will jump routes. He'll do all that. He can come up in the running game, make tackles, force force fumbles, all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm just like the two main guys on defense for them. So for Kansas City, like I said, it's going to be offensively probably spreading out Tampa Bay's defense, 
and using Hill probably several ways, whether it's on the outside or in the slot. Same thing with Kelsey. Kelsey plays in the slot a light a lot or off the line as the t- traditional tight end. Kelsey's also the type where once you get into the red zone down the goal line, you can split him out wide and make him let him use his size against smaller corners, safeties, or use quick little speed against linebackers if you send one out there with him. Um, have to see if Kansas City gets anything out of their running game. I mean, the easiest thing for Tampa Bay would do was if they can make Kansas City one-dimensional. But even if you don't traditionally get yards out of the running game with Edwards, Alaire, Bell, or whoever they put back there, all those guys can't factor into the passing game, so you might see some screen pass. Bumble and Bumble Seaweed's invigorating shower ritual feels like an escape. Start with nutrient-infused shampoo and conditioner. The formula infused with royal sugar kelp, green microalgae, and Pacific sea kelp helps keep your scalp hydrated. Then open your jar of seaweed whipped scalp scrub to add two times more shine to your hair instantly. And before you head out, use seaweed air dry cream to give your hair that effortless beach look. Make your shower feel like an oasis with the Bumble and Bumble Seaweed Collection. Dive in now at bumbleandbumble.com. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Passes or they might be the the little like pass out in the flat when everything else downfield is covered. So... So, you know, you get production out of their running backs a little differently than Tampa Bay's. Tampa Bay's running backs can catch the ball, but they'll have more of an impact gaining yardage on the ground. So there you go. That kind of sets you up. Oh, of course, Andy Reid, Tampa Bay's coach, has Super Bowl experience from back in his days with Philadelphia. Uh, Going with, you know, he had Donovan McNabb and actually went up against Tom Brady's Patriots back then, which was a great game also, but Brady came out, came out on top. So for Andy Reid, be a chance to get a ring against Brady. Um, so yeah, that's, that's basically all you need to know matchup-wise of the players there. So as I said before, quickly, the key Tampa Bay, I would say it's probably more important to stop Kelsey first on defense. But at the same time, you do have to stop Hill, so you can't just focus in on Kelsey. I mean, Hill is a type where the game plan may just have to be keep him in short yardage plays, make make sure that he doesn't get behind the defense, so keep some space on him when the ball's thrown to him. You have to rally to the ball, get him down quickly. Do not allow him to get the ball and start making moves, break tackles and stuff, because then you're in trouble. But Kelsey, you know, he's going to be over the middle. He can make tough catches. So you're going to have to put two guys on him most likely. Like I said, whether it's David or White, you need an athletic linebacker on him, but you also need a safety over the top because Kelsey most likely will be faster than that linebacker so have to see what Tampa Bay does on defense there then the key for Kansas City defensively I just said using Chris Jones and the other guys up front 
it has to be a game where those guys are able to push the pocket in on Brady. I mean, yes, you can get to him if you know you have to use like Matthew on a blitz or something, but you don't want it to be a thing where defensively that's what you have to rely on in order to cause incompletions. Because if Brady gets used to the fact that you're blitzing and he knows who you're normally blitzing with, then he's able to just shift his, uh, I guess, focus pre-snap and make the line calls and change plays and all that to counteract that. Because he is good at that. But if it's something where the forward front can get to him, then that's something you just have to deal with. You can't really change the fact of that. Uh, so that's kind of the key matches there. The one thing to look for is I believe Kansas City has some injuries on their offensive line. So we'll have to see if that comes into play because, like I said, Tampa Bay's front seven is the best part of their defense. So with different guys in the offensive line, if there are any mental lapses there, we could see a situation where maybe a guy gets a free run at Patrick Mahomes. And you have to be a sure tackler because Mahomes is not the biggest guy, but he can find a way to slip tacklers, create extra extra time, and usually that's when big plays are made in their passing game is when the play kind of breaks down a little bit and defenders may lose focus for like half a second, which is enough for Tyreek Hill to slip behind them. So... That's definitely something to watch. Um, I think weather. I feel like they said it was raining earlier, but I don't know if that's going to be a thing during the game. So it probably shouldn't be a factor. Uh, yeah, this seems like the weather is going to lighten up. So that's good. Um, but yeah, so. Got that down. I guess it's time for a prediction. I guess we'll do this sound for the very last time this season. My pick is now I have been thinking about this all week. I have gone back and forth. I feel like coming out of the championship games, I was going Tampa initially then I started thinking like well, two weeks to prepare I feel like Mahomes and Hill and Kelsey are maybe more dynamic than Brady Evans and insert whatever tight end Gronk, Bright. but there's one thing I learned from the 20 years in New England when it comes down to big games it's hard to bet against Brady finding a way to get it done You have the, um, even talking about it now, it's still tough. But I guess I do have to make a decision. I'm going to go ahead, stick it with it. I'm going to go. See, I can, oh my God, I can see so many, several ways each team winning this game. But I'm going to go. I don't want to be biased in this. For some reason, I see Tampa Bay pulling this one out. Now, I will say, I do think the the injuries on Kansas City's offensive line do scare me a little bit. And I think that's what it is that's tipping me towards Tampa Bay. Because I do think it's going to be high scoring. Both of these offenses are too good to see... Uh, like a, you know, like the Patriots last one with the Rams a couple of years ago, was what was it, like thirteen to three was the final score. I would be completely shocked if something like that happened in this game. I think this would be more along the lines of it was like the Patriots Eagles one, even though the Eagles won that Super Bowl, but that was crazy high score just back and forth between both teams. I think we'll see more of that in this game. So, I 
Kansas City's the favorite going into this one, I believe. So I'm going with the underdog, Tampa Bay Bucks. And I'm going to guess... Give me 38... 38 to 34. That's where I'm going. 38-34, Tampa Bay. Brady gets his seventh ring. And sorry, Patriot fans, we're going to have to endure a few days of, you know, probably some Patriot bashings in the media, but it'll be all right. Um, so, yeah, Tampa Bay, 38-34 over the Chiefs. So now that we've done that, um, go ahead and look at some prop bets. Like I said, have a little fun with it. Uh, we'll see how many I choose here. So one that's out there, the coin toss. And I feel like that's an easy one to go with. They always say tails never fails. So I would go tails on that. Um, how about the national anthem? What do they set that at? Once again, I'm giving you these so, <laughs> you know, you can take with it, do what you want. Get a little extra money out of it. I don't know. So, uh, we do have Jasmine Sullivan and Eric Church. Gotta be honest, I don't really know much about Eric Church. They're doing the National Anthem together. It is set at over under a minute, 59 seconds. So, basically, the thing is going to be over under two minutes. Am I crazy to think that that seems like over is the obvious choice there as well? I, I don't see that being a, a chance of them going under two minutes there. Oh, saw an interesting one. The odds that Eric Church or Jasmine Sullivan forget or omit a word from the national anthem. That's interesting. I think I'm going to go against the grain on that one. I said they don't. Uh, like I said, they have prop bets for everything on here. So there goes three right there. Um, and I don't care about that. How many commercials will have a dog in them? I think that's a good one. I think I'll do that one. Over under four and a half. I'm going over four and a half. I feel like dogs get used a lot in commercials. Am I wrong to think that? Because they can be used for almost any product. As long as you're showing like a couple or some type of family. Use like families in a car. There's always a dog. So four and a half seems easy there. I'll, I'll go with that one over four and a half. Um, I mean, some of these are giving away what some of the commercials will be. Will there be a COVID vaccine commercial? Once again, I feel like that's an obvious yes. I'd be shocked if they didn't show a COVID vaccine commercial. So I'll go with the yes on that one. Uh, all right, so Gatorade shower prop bet. Here we go. So color of the Gatorade liquid poured on the coach. Options, orange. You have red, red or pink. You have yellow, lime, green. I'm going to group all those three together. That kind of makes that intriguing. Blue, clear, and purple. I have a sneaky feeling it's going to be red. If you look at it, both teams kind of have red in their team color, so maybe that pushes it. I mean, I think the Bucks have a little more orange in theirs. I did pick the Bucks to win. It makes sense to pick orange here, but I'm going to go against the grain. I think red gets poured out. Don't know why. I'm just going with red. 
Will the MVP say Disney in their speech? No, I'm not doing that one. Will Joe Biden? Okay. Will any player... I mean, like I said, look at some of these profits. Will any player propose to his girlfriend on the field after the game? I'd probably say no, but who knows? Um, what players will pour the Gatorade on the winning coach? So you have defensive players, offensive players, or a mixture of both. So if Kansas City wins, you got to figure it'll be like Travis Kelsey holding it. Who else? It'd probably just be Travis Kelsey. Bucks winning, you figure Gronk. That's a good one. I think offensive. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be one of those two who will do it. So I'd go offensive there. And I guess we could go with a couple more to finish out the episode. I did commercials with a dung and there's a bush. Let's see. Oh, I guess I have to do some halftime show. If you remember, we have the weekend doing the halftime show. I don't know how I feel about that. I guess I have to see what kind of music he does. Well, I mean, that's kind of a stupid thing to say, but like I do like some of the weekend songs, so I feel like there's the opportunity there for it to be entertaining. So let's see how many songs. Oh, here we go. What will be the first song played during the halftime show? I'm going to read through all these choices here. Would he lead it off with, like, Can't Feel My Face? I go Can't Feel My Face. Why not? Yeah. I'll go Can't Feel My Face will be the first song you hear from the weekend. Last song. I mean, Blinding Lights is the overall favorite. I probably would have gone with that or I Feel It Coming. I'll go Blinding Lights. He has a show with that. Um, will Drake be on stage during the halftime show? I mean, they have a Canadian connection there. Eh, I'd go yes. This feels like a game for Drake to make an appearance. And then, I guess we'll do one last one about the broadcast. Alright, I have to give a shout out to my boy, Tony Romo, the broadcast. Will Tony Romo correctly predict an offensive play? I say he does. He has a way of doing that in big games. And... Yeah. Actually, I'm going to do two more. Because some of these are actually pretty good. What will be mentioned first about Tom Brady? The fact that it's his 10th Super Bowl or that he's age 43? That's a tough one. I, I feel like the 10th Super Bowl will be the first thing mentioned. Probably in the same sentence as his age of 43, but I think they go... 10th Super Bowl first. So that's why I would go with that. However, for Patrick Mahomes, what will be mentioned first? The fact that he's expecting a child or that he's engaged getting married. I honestly did not know either of those about him. 
I feel like engaged getting married would have to be first, right? Yeah. Actually, I don't want to use that one. That was kind of stupid. Here's one for Patrick Mahomes. Will baby goat be said in reference to Patrick Mahomes at any point in the broadcast? I think no. I don't think they do that yet. I feel like that would be something that they'll wait if Kansas City does win it. Oh, well. See, that's tricky because that's something that they could use at the end of the broadcast towards the end. I still say no. I feel like they'll come with some other name for him other than that. And, oh my God, there's so many good ones on here. Andy Reid's mask design. If you don't know about Andy Reid, his mask game, kind of on point for coaches. He does all kinds of things with his. I'll leave that one alone. Let's do one more. All right. All right, I'm going to do two more. I found the last two. This is it. I promise you. How many times will Belichick be said? Over, under one. I think that's over one easily. I guess the only question is, does this only count like, um, no, it can't be just during the game. This has to be like throughout the broadcast of the day. Yeah, that's going to be way over one. That's an easy one. And now the last one. Will LeBron be said during the broadcast? So this is the thing that I talk. Well, I haven't talked about it that much on here, but LeBron's name seems to find its way in like every sporting event out there. So it's either yes or no here. I'm taking yes by far that's probably the easiest one to go with yes so there you are those are prop bets figured we just end this end the episode off with some fun with those like i said i'm gonna keep track of them when i do the recap we'll go over those use them on the pick board all that so so now at this point we're coming down to a couple hours before kickoff hope you guys you know have some plans on watching it but remember Super Bowl parties if you are doing one definitely be safe Um, I guess the smartest thing to do is just kind of watch it with family or whatever but hey you do what you gotta do have any kind of fun that you want so like I said picking Tampa Bay in this one 38-34 as you guys listen to this episode I would hope you would let me know what you think. If you agree with me, think I'm crazy, let me know. You can do that several ways. You can go to Twitter, follow the show, at Chompin' Podcast. Let me know there. Have a Facebook page. If you search Chompin' at the bit, you'll find me there. Um, wherever you are listening to the podcast, if, it, you know, if you want to drop a comment there, I will get a notification. and You can let me know there as well. So, definitely thank you for tuning in. Um, I guess looking next couple of episodes just to get you set up. Obviously, I have to do a recap of the Super Bowl. Um, I did not get to do anything on the NFL Honors show. Uh, To be honest, I haven't watched it yet. So, I'm going to try to see a replay of it over the weekend or something. Well, I mean, over the week, it's Sunday. So either today or tomorrow or something like that. We'll do an episode on that. Um, see who won the big awards. See if I agree or not. At the honors show, they do talk about the Hall of Fame class. I may do an episode on that as well as talk about some Hall of Famers coming down the line, whether they have a shot or not. I'll figure out how to do that, work that in. That will kind of, I guess, close off the current NFL season coverage. I will still do some NFL stuff throughout the offseason, of course. You know, get into draft mode. Uh, 
any big trades, all that kind of stuff will happen. But then I will start working in NBA stuff again because there's a lot to talk about with this NBA season. Um, I will talk. I got some soccer stuff I want to talk about. So definitely plenty to come. Um, but yeah, so thanks for tuning in. Um, be safe out there. Have a great rest of your day. Enjoy the game. Whoever you're rooting for, you can let me know who you're picking to win as well. But, but yeah. Hopefully, I mean, I'm expecting a great game. Hopefully it's entertaining. Hopefully good commercials. I hope the weekend does well at halftime. Um, I guess actually quick side note if you want to let me know that with your uh, comments and all that who's been your favorite Super Bowl halftime performer of your lifetime let me know but but yeah okay let's go ahead and get off of this now yeah so be safe again God bless enjoy the game and I will catch you the next episode all right Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 